there boys and hey there girls! Welcome back to your favorite time of the week! It's What Did I Order? That's right, it's a place where the weirdness is really weird and the fuckery's always happening. So without further ado, let's turn it over to everybody's favorite master of ceremonies, it's... Welcome back to What Did I Order? This is your clown fetish host. Wait, I didn't say that. This is Heath, aka Older and Toys on Instagram. Please disregard that first part. Well, the welcome back to What Did I Order and yada yada yada. Hey, you guys know what? Maybe I just buried the lead on the first story we're going to be talking about. Maybe it's not the first story. Maybe we're going to intermix it. But it's been a good week. Hot. Ooh, good lord, I wish I could have posted up pictures of my sweat-stained hat from Wednesday. Got a little, got a little sweaty out there. Might have, uh, slept in my bed like spread eagle Wednesday night due to some chafing. Some dirty old chafing up in, up in my nether areas. I was in some pain. But you guys don't want to hear about that, or do you? Uh, I guess, uh, we can start up a, an only chafing talk if you guys want to. You know, hit me up in the DMs over at Ordering Toys on Instagram. And for the right amount of money, I can tell you all about my chafing pains. But that being said, guys, there's a whole nother week of fuckery in my brain. And stuff that is filtered through the soft noodle. So, I'm saying, without further ado, hit that... Static... So I think like the important one to jump off here with, um, a college professor has recently gotten caught uh, having himself a little clown fetish, or excuse me, a little face paint fetish, and he has been known to convince girls uh, cash in his class, or he's been known to offer cute girls in his class cash to let him paint their face. Holy shit, I'm not sure where the fetish is. Like, uh, the clown thing, wanting to paint the clown makeup, the uncomfortableness that must be to paint some of these girls up as clowns, watching them get kind of weirded out by how just rock hard he gets. Like, this is fucking disgusting. But a geography professor in, um, oh shit, Nicholas State University in Louisiana was uh, recently exposed for his behavior. Apparently he's been doing this for a while. And, uh, you know, meeting up, sending girls messages. And, um, yeah, one girl finally was just like, hey, this guy keeps messaging me. I'm not interested and had to report him. But apparently he sent her a picture late in the night of him in cla sad clown makeup. I'm not sure what that is. I'm guessing that's like the hobo clowns. But with like a some sort of shirt saying never going to stop or won't be denied. And she finally went to the cops and it's just come out as this whole ordeal. Here's a fun fact. For a majority of my life, my grandmother collected clown figurines. She had this hallway that connected from, I guess it was the dining room down to the living room area of her house. And when I was real, real young, she had that filled with books. And I remember 
as the older I got, the books became like she got rid of the books and started putting up clown figurines. Yeah. Some of them, like, she thought it was so cute or so cool that they had the eyes that would follow you while you walked. And I remember being younger as that collection would grow and just be like, back to the wall, back to the wall, just sliding down. No one of these clowns is going to fucking come out of here. Yeah. She um, recently downsized to uh, move to a smaller house. You know, she's getting older and it's getting harder for her to maintain so much. So she downsized and... uh move closer to the rest of the family. She still has a shitload of clown figurines even though she downsized that collection. And they just stare at you the moment you walk into the door of her house. It's like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Here's also a crazy fan fiction I'm very uh, surprised I just found out about. Did you guys know that supposedly people have come to the conclusion that Mary Poppins and Pennywise are the same species. Just the theory is posting off that Pennywise is living off the fear of children, where Mary Poppins is sustaining off the joy of children. Not sure about that one, but an interesting theory nonetheless. I went and saw a Transformer movie with my child because he asked, and I found it enjoyable. But one thing I do like, and I like a whole bunch, is monsters. And where I'm not the biggest universal monster fan, I respect the concept and knowing where the, that section of monster films came from and what has inspired a bunch of people going forward. That being said, you can't take away from the idea of Frankenstein. Um, Frankenstein is a very unique character where, you know, back in the day, you wouldn't just go over to somebody's place for like a day or two. People would rent like giant like mansions and they would go and spend weeks if not months together. And Frankenstein was actually conceived during like a little time frame where several artists were living together in this house and they would write stories every day and at the end of the night for entertainment Prior to TV, radio, they would write stories and then read them to each other. And that's how the concept of Frankenstein came together. It was just like an idea. That being said, Frankenstein is kind of like one of those, like, I, I guess, like, lower on my list of horror characters. But you can't take away from the fact that how interesting and how cool it becomes when you see that Transformers is doing a crossover event with Universal Monsters to create their first Universal Base Monster Transformer. And that would be none other than Frankentron. I'm not going to do this justice, so I hope everybody goes looks up the Transformers X Universal Monster collabs with Frankentron. Uh, apparently this is, the article saying it's continued, I have not seen anything about this again, I don't Transformer, but when I see this, and it's black, and it's green, and it looks like pieces are put together, and it kind of looks like a collection of stuff I know, and then the Transformer thing is kind of like, I don't know, I, I see a Decepticon logo on there, but I guess this is a bad guy, because it's a universal monster, I like the purple blast effect, um, if you guys didn't know, green's one of my favorite colors, and you're getting like this cool minty green in some spots, some yellowish green in other spots. I think this looks beautiful, and I just love the concept altogether. Um, that being said, 
I think this is already sold out at Hasbro Pulse. You might still be able to pick it up on Amazon. I don't think I'll be going that far into it. But for $34.99 coming out in January of next year, if you're a Transformers fan, I'm like, I'm hoping you're rocking this one. Because, I mean, it, where I'm not going to order, if I saw this in person, I'd probably be like, yo, I'm down. I'm down. Let me get this thing. Then again, I also might look at it and be like, no, can't do that. I'm wasteful enough as money because I'm an action figure collector. Now, I told you guys last week when uh, we were out in North Carolina for the wedding, uh, we went and visited the uh, Belmont, which is a beautiful, beautiful mansion built by a very wealthy family that's been standing for over 100 years. One of the things I found interesting was when we were walking through, the owner and his wife and his daughter did a lot of traveling. They were all over the place, and according with like how timelines lined up, we got to see two Monet's in person. And for people wondering, like if you're not familiar, Monet, very popular artist. Uh, I think that Monet is really cool in the fact that like um, it almost felt like every brush or breast breast. Guess see what's on my mind, ayo! But every brush stroke added movement into a still canvas, and like there's just so much movement going on with Monet's work. Uh, so I'm actually a very big fan of the style that Monet painted in. So to actually see two real life Monets in person and being like, I want to say I was seven feet away from them, was amazing. And it didn't kind of hit me until afterwards. I'm like, well. Like, that is crazy. I've, I've took these two pictures, and they're just absolutely beautiful. It's just even me taking, like, my dipshit iPhone out and being like, eh, taking a picture of a Monet. Like, but if you guys aren't familiar with Monet, I say, go check out Monet. I think, um, very, very cool. Um, you're going to fuck up the name, most likely. So just go ahead, hit that voice-to-text option, and say Monet. Because it's French, and I'm assuming a lot of people listening to this, like myself, are ignorant to how to spell French because of how things go. I'm pretty sure if you asked him to spell my last name, you'd fuck it up because of how the English language is and how certain things work and certain things don't work. That's just how it is. I'm not calling you guys dumbasses. I'm a dumbass that has to do it myself. Dumbasses. I don't sneaker hard. Really don't sneaker at all. But sometimes something so epic comes along that you can't deny that you just are gonna have to own a pair. Whether it be out there with you snapping little children's necks in line and tossing them off to the side, just straight up fucking dick punching dads, slapping old grandmas, flipping them over their rockers just to get a pair. And hear me out when I say this. Shrek Croc shoes. That's right. Crocs are making Shrek-inspired Crocs. Beautiful. Absolutely stunning. This is what I expect a shoe to be. A nice, beautiful yellowish green. That mud strap on the back will be covered in a nice brown material. Looks like it might be uh, very soft to the touch. Just, you know, kind of go off the play of Shrek's clothing. Then you'll have pop-ins on the the uh, Crocs to symbolize Shrek's giant nose and his little like um, what coned ears this is wonderful. Uh, guys, go look them up. Just beautiful, beautiful. 
get into the Todd McFarlane news of the week and it, good googly moogly is it not solid um starting off with it like I don't, I don't know where to start the news is generally so good you don't know where to go from it so uh, do, 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 where, where am I going to start let's go ahead and talk about you know what deluxe accessory pack number three we all know that DC will not allow action figures to be sold with weapons anymore. It's just how it's going. It's it's not fair. It's not right. Some of these characters fire off a lot of guns in the name of justice. McFarlane's combating that with these online McFarlane Toy Store exclusive weapon packs. We're talking about double pistols. We're talking about a shotgun. We're talking about a silence 1911. Who's that going for? You know exactly who that's going for. It's going for John Cena's um, Peacemaker. Um, silence, drum, shotguns, rifles, bazookas. What else? I mean, the guns are animation. Sawed off shotguns. This weapon pack is fantastic. And even if you're not a uh, DC guy, if you're collecting 7-inch scale action figures and just need good weapon packs, you got to get on this. Just blasting away. Um, I'm not a big statue guy, but let's go ahead and jump into that. Uh, we got first looks for the um, Wonder Woman 1-8th scale resonant statue. Beautiful. Guys, a blast effect coming off of her uh, gauntlet. Uh, loved the flowy hair. There was also images of the uh, very traditional Catwoman look. Zipper down the front, playing with the uh, whip across the back. That's also going to be coming in the 1 8 scale. Uh, I didn't like the Harley Quinn they showed off. Uh, it goes with kind of a more modern punk look. Has like the little, um, I want to say mid 2000s goth, goth girl haircut with the bangs being straight across the back. It looks like. There's a really short hair underneath it, but still a little bit sticking off to the side. The look on the face is just very disinteresting. Rips in the tights, but looks good. Looks good. It's just not what I think of. And then, oh, what is this? Mitch General's uh, concept art of Batman. This is kind of like a more technical, tech, teched up Batman. He's got some straps on the shoulders, uh, shoulder pads that look a little horny. Um, straps coming off the uh, utility belt I mean it's a good-looking Batman but yeah it's a black and white statue nothing crazy nothing terrible you just you know when it goes it goes then also coming to Entertainment Earth exclusively there will be the Batman so in whatever we all know it it's the uh, brightly colored Batman you know red legs red top Yellow arms, bat signal, purple cape, purple boots. Well, this one's actually going to be a black light edition. And, you know, heads up to them being creative. It looks like this is coming with a stand with two black lights that are going to be attached to the sand. So you can hit those black lights and they can glow for you. I thought that was genius. You know what? This is a figure they've already released. Uh, it's going to get re-released. So you're making the most out of, you know, those molds. But you're adding in this little stand that's going to add a whole bunch to um, 
you know, the presentation of this figure on shelf. If you're a big, you know, action figure photography guy, this probably isn't going to be that interesting to you, especially if you've already had the first one. But if you're just like a on-shelf static pose, that right there is probably going to be looking exceptionally nice to you. I took the lead. Somebody's heart. So Donald Mustard announced that he will be uh, retiring from his role as Chief Trade Officer at, at Epic this month. Having enjoyed 25 years in the game industry, collaborating with some of the most talented people ever, I am so proud of what we've made together from the ambitious event rising to the start of Chair, where we would create Undertow, Shadow Complex, and the Infinity Blade Trilogy to the honor of our tiny team becoming part of Epic. Each new chapter allows me to accomplish something new and original, and I am especially proud of the opportunity I've had to help create and shape Fortnite. If you guys didn't know who Donald Mustard was, yes, Epic Games, Fortnite. You guys know I Fortnite. I from Fortnite a lot. Um, actually, had a little bit of spare time yesterday morning, and Fortnite up like five levels. We're all playing stuff going on this season with the heist. If you're not playing because uh, you've been turned off, I think some of these missions are, are real fun. Um, that also being said, you know, congratulations to Mr. Donald Mustard. 25 years in the industry, um, having shaped a lot of different projects. No telling how we're going to look back and remember Fortnite after it's all said and done. Just, shit, maybe people are still going to be playing Fortnite in whatever form it's in in 25 years. Maybe it's going to be forgotten. Maybe it's going to get to the point where the only people playing Fortnite are just giant nerds, and you kind of look at Fortnite players as, um, you know, kind of like what we looked like at WoW players back in the mid 2000s. <clears throat> but he's definitely had his hands on some projects that have uh, really, really impacted the video game industry, and I think brought a lot of joy to people. So, you know, give this man his uh, slow golf. His slow golf clap as he rides off into the sunset and I mean 25 years let's say he started at 25 and dude's 50 I'm sure he's got more stuff he's gonna do maybe it's not in video games maybe it is maybe he's just retiring from epic maybe he's going to a different company I don't know but you know congratulations to him You know, I haven't been able to give you guys any like, solid recommendations here lately on music, but I'll tell you what I've been listening to this week, and I think you guys go check it out just because it is that good. Um, I'm not the biggest hardcore guy. I like a lot of metalcore and post-hardcore punk more than hardcore, but one hardcore band that I've really enjoyed put out a great album in 2005 called Vendetta. That's the band Throwdown. Go listen to Throwdown's Vendetta. Burn, Discipline, the song, Vendetta, Live to Sacrifice. I mean, all solid tracks. Uh, I I don't know. I suggest Throwdown a lot. The other one that came in and caught me way off guard, because I didn't know this was even a thing. But if you guys were into the metalcore scene, uh, in the 2000s up until even now, there's a band called Atreyu. I used to love the first two albums from Atreyu. The screaming, the singing, the melodic guitar tones, the very 80s inspired guitar riffs and solos. 
But as they got more popular, the screaming kind of slowed down. The singing started more. They broke up. They get back together. Frontman left. Now the drummer's the frontman. The, dr- the drummer used to do all the soft singing. It was a whole giant clusterfuck. And who cares? Um, I thought the more he sung, the worse that I, or the less enjoyment that I had from the band. Well, the original singer has come back out and has, uh, man. I don't know everybody that's in the band. I'm not going to lie to you and start going things around. But the original singer of Atreyu has put out a single for band underneath the title of Dead Icarus. Single's called Sellout. They've got a music video that's uh, very crazy artsy-fartsy. But the thing that's blowing my mind is the music, the guitar tones, is very much like... I want to say like early to mid-2000s inflamed soil work... He does a little bit of singing, but it's not like super melodic. Like, you know, emo, it's more just like a clear, less screaming thing, uh, but it works perfectly. His screaming is on point for a guy that's been doing it for 20 plus years. Um, really, really impressed by this single. I cannot wait to see more for this band, but like I said, if you enjoyed the bands like Soil Work um, or even Atreyu's early stuff, I suggest go and check out Dead Icarus. Uh, I have listened to that single many a times this week. Very good stuff. Sometimes you, in life, you can take the high road, you can take the low road. Other times, you you know, you never know what's going to go through. But I think that out of all the things that I've seen, one of my favorite things I've seen as far as it comes to just taking the low road comes this week from the Jacksonville Jaguars. People outside of America or people that don't care about the NFL. Jacksonville Jaguars are uh, an alright team in the NFL. Well, the NFL this year has partnered up with the WWE to create championship belts for all the franchises in the league. Uh, So, if you are a fan, go over to the WWE website, check out the custom belts. Maybe you order yourself a Dallas Cowboy belt. Maybe you order yourself a Philadelphia... uh, I'm sorry, a Philadelphia... uh, a Philadelphia. Okay, I can't. I can't go home with that one. I'm sorry. Uh, Bengals, Chiefs. Um, you know, 49ers. You know, the team I've got a lot of respect for and hoping to do well this year. You know, the Raiders. Um, yo, you go get yourself one of them championship belts. But if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, fuck you. That ain't happening. The owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars came in and said, "I didn't approve this deal." They better get my fucking logo off their website. And a lot of people are like, why would you do that, bro? Well, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is a very wealthy man named Shad Khan. And uh, you're probably like, I don't know what that name means. Well, he gave his son a shitload of money to start up a little company that is now the number two wrestling company in North America called AEW. Yeah, his son is Tony Khan. And uh, while he has... a deep investment in this company, why would he let a competitor to one of his businesses sell merchandise for his main business? That's right. He ain't letting that shit fly. So, you a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, business in wrestling has prevented you from being able to get your own WWE NFL collaborated Jacksonville Jaguars championship belt, which is probably the closest thing you guys are going to get to a championship this year, so I feel terrible for you. crazy idea here, but I was wondering if anybody can kind of uh, 
point me in the right direction. With CM Punk being gone from AEW, CM Punk has um, a Walmart exclusive Supreme action figure coming to Walmart. Cool. I'm interested in picking one up. That being said, they're expecting stores this fall, so I've gotten online and looked into a couple of the groups. And, yeah, it is what it is. I'm, I'm going to be hunting this bad boy down. Hopefully it hits shelf soon. Um, hopefully this doesn't get pulled due to the firing of CM Punk, but I want this action figure. And if you guys aren't familiar, the Supremes are kind of like um, the WWE's version of the Ultimates. I reviewed that Eddie Guerrero I got in a couple weeks ago. And you guys know, multiple heads, multiple hands, championship belt, shirt. Well, with the Supremes, they generally do like an extra set of arms for like a jacket or an unjacketed look. An extra set of legs, a couple of heads. Like, it's, you know, they're really putting value into this. And that being said, the more and more I look on this page, apparently Walmarts and Targets have been getting in like latest loys of figures and motherfuckers out there hunting. Not for the figures they want, but for chase figures. Like they're hunting down and it's like, you know, one of three thousand, one of five thousand, one of I don't know, one one outside your mom's pussy. I don't know. But it's like are you guys actually wanting these figures? Because like one of the ones I keep seeing pop up is Owen Hart. Uh, Owen Hart was not a big deal. He was, you know, kind of, he was an established, you know, mid-carder, upper mid-carder, tag team guy when I was watching pro wrestling. Obviously, he died, um, and that was a horrible tragedy. It led to a lot of things being changed in the industry uh, with some of these stunts. Uh, I told you guys I listened to the Jeff Jarrett podcast. You know, Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart were very close friends. Uh, he's talked about his relationship with Owen Hart. I, I do not take away from the legacy that Owen Hart has in the industry, the loss that it, it's affected his family, his siblings. You know, the guy was from a wrestling family dynasty. Uh, his older brother was Bret Hart. His niece uh, is still an active competitor in the WWE. He's got another nephew that's wrestling somewhere, I think, New Japan. I mean, it, the legacy and the name Phone Heart goes, and I'm not taking away from that one. What I am taking away from is there's a Chase figure, and people are just like, ah, ah, go find this Chase. Hey, does anybody have this? Does anybody have this? What the fuck is the deal up with Chases? At this point in time, it's like you're not opening it. You don't care about the actual figure. You're just trying to get that that one in five thousand or that one in three thousand, so you can trade off to somebody else for another one in five thousand. I, I don't get the Chase business. It's cool. Uh, I know that I passed on, uh, I was flipping through the AEW action figures months ago, and there was um, Thunder Rosa. Um, and I passed on that chase because I'm like, I don't care about chases, and like, I don't like that outfit. But yeah, if anybody can slide into my old DMs and give me a DL on uh, what's going on with these chases outside of people just trying to make an extra buck off of the people who might really want them, let me know. Also, guys, we're getting closer and closer to the release of the W or the AEW Butcher action figure. Good googly moogly, you guys know. Andy Williams, guitar player of Every Time I Die. I cannot go over this enough times. Picking up multiples. I've got pre-orders in. It's the only actually Russian figure that I can tell you that I went in and I was like, I want this. The pre-order is available. I'm pre-ordering too. I told you guys that Eddie Guerrero. I just saw it. I was like, why not? never bought you know a bunch of wrestling action figures buying this Eddie Guerrero because I love that guy 
But, I mean, I don't even want these Andy William action figures for wrestling. I just going to need some 112 scale guitars, some uh, some blue jeans. I'm like, this is, I'm buying these for the hits. going to be changing them up, making them look like Andy Williams, you know, rocking out on stages every time I die. I need the rest of that band to become wrestlers at AEW so I can get them in action figure forms and just make up my own custom every time I die band. Baby, you got me right where you want me. I smell a drop of beer in a 10-gallon tank, and I'm moving in for the kill. You know, shit like that. Zula. Thank you very much, and that is what we are calling Wadio for this week in question. Until next time, no, guys, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Be safe out in that heat. Be safe in driving because it's dangerous. Be safe in your interactions with your coworkers. Be safe in your mental health. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling out, talk to a professional. Reach out to a homie that might just know a little bit something that can lift you up. But, guys, be safe. Shout out to the main Geek Out show, Gilrethra, Christina, Mathena. Shout out to the real homies, or the homies in real life. You're all real homies, you know that. But again, thank you for all your support. Um, go go over to whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. Give us five stars. Put something crazy in there like, I love Gilrethra. But until next time, homies. What the... Oh, yeah. Voice of an angel. <laughs>